Alright, hello and welcome to uh, Season 1, Episode 2 of Dang! Dang. Uh, we are your hosts. I'm Sky, And I'm Kel, and let's talk about some Avatar. So, uh, the first thing that we want to get into on this episode is that it struck us that it was actually kind of a bold choice, and I don't, I don't remember, uh, in actuality, uh, if this if this was like, uh, just an extra long pilot, like if it was a thirty minute pilot, or if it was actually two episodes. But like because of the title screens, it seems like the first. Yeah, it would it would seem like there were two separate episodes. Yeah, it seems like they're two separate things, which is kind of crazy, right? To come out with like a totally new show, like totally new style, art style, everything. And be like, yeah, we're going to do a two-parter. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna that's, do... that's real bold. Yeah, cliffhanger on the first episode. I mean, I guess it's smart, right? Like, on a certain <laughs> level. But it's also just kind of like, whoa. They fit a lot of stuff in. They fit they a lot of big concepts. It did... When we were watching this one, um, it occurred to us that actually we did... We meant, we talked a little about a little bit about Grand Grand being old in, the, in the, our last episode. And actually, that occurs in, in this episode. So, <laughs> our bad. Um... <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about, like, the opening scene of this and just sort of, like, the Fire Nation and how they get characterized right away and just sort of, like, all the weird water tribe politics. Yeah, like, what's going on there? What's happening? <laughs> so so the opening scene, we see Aang talking to, you know, Sokka and he's, you know, the whole village is there, basically. Yeah. But it's, like, Aang and Katara talking to Sokka and the rest of the village. And, um... Like, what's the deal with Sokka? Is he, like, the de facto chief? Yeah, like, what? Why is Sokka the chief if he's just... Well, we don't even know that he's the chief, but why is Sokka presumably in charge? He's just... I, I mean, I feel like Grand Grand kind of runs the show a little yeah. bit. But at the same time, like, <laughs> it really seems like Sokka's calling the shots. Also, I think that it's important, like, apparently Katara has a really bad idea of what banishing means. <laughs> yeah. She has no concept of what that actually is. She's just like, <laughs> she, she, I think she, she is totally confused because she's, Aang's like banished. She's like, that I banished too. You can't banish yourself. A completely informal banishing of Aang too. Yeah. Right. Sokka's like, get out of here. And she's like, you're she's leaving? like, well, I'm going too. I'm leaving. Or I'm being banished. It's like, what? That's not, that's not how that works. Also, I like that Zuko doesn't see Sokka as any sort of a threat. Once we actually, like, when the ship comes in. Also, I think, I mean, and we're, we might be wrong about this. Like, we'll remember as we watch more. But, like, I don't remember the Fire Navy ships, like, having the flo- the flipping down nose cone kind of thing. Yeah, like, thing. Front, front doors. That's a power move. <laughs> it really is. That's a big power move to just, like, flip down the front of your ship onto somebody's village. And then, like, walk out and just be like, we're firebenders, what's up? <laughs> That's a power move. Um... <laughs> that's awesome oh we also see a cool thing of like how much effort it takes to put on the firebender gear yeah like we every... don't ever see that again they just like pop it on and go yeah every other instance they're just like boop boop let's go on off on off <laughs> but here they have guys lower it down and then they have yeah, to tie it straps and, and takes like five dude it's like full it's like samurai armor and it's i mean it looks it's supposed to be like samurai armor like i'm pretty sure that's what it's modeled after but every other time it's just like boop boop yep <laughs> whatever <laughs> well you know whatever it's fine um this was really i think this was a big episode in terms of just like having cool gear mm-hmm. just like lots of interesting stuff big gear episode especially for just like seeing the premiere of Sokka's weapons yeah like, like his what whole... is with his orb yeah what is that <laughs> his his like mace thing it's like part sword and then it just has like a big blue 
like what is that a rock is it ice <laughs> is it a big crystal is it like a pearl like what? but like it's hard because we see hard. him crack open the ice with it in the first yeah. episode so we know that it's harder than ice right yeah. we know that it's like a tougher material than ice but i don't really that seems so ineffective <laughs> yeah like okay so most of his other stuff you're like okay that's made out of bones like mm-hmm. we or you know it's fashioned from stuff but that one's weird because mm-hmm. it really you can't and the other, I guess the other strange part is, like, for the metal bits of what mm-hmm. he has, it's not like they have any... And, okay, admittedly, this is, like, going too far into it, right? Like, yes. this is overthinking the whole thing. But that's kind of <laughs> the whole point of what we're doing here. So, like... But it's not like they're smithing things yeah. in the Water Tribe. Like, they're, it's freezing, and, like, they have fires in their, you know, in their yeah. igloos or whatever, but... And then just, like, his boomerang. Like, oh, yes, I have a bladed metal boomerang. Yeah, it's like... That was, I feel like that's like a kind of a reach. Like it characterizes Sokka as a whole. Yeah, he's like, I'm just a guy with a boomerang. I'm just a guy with a boomerang. The boomerang gang. <laughs> but like he, but he just, he's just like, all right, we got it. I have a boomerang. And I guess at a certain point, like you kind of just have to take this stuff at face value, right? Like <laughs> he's just a kid with a boomerang. He's just a kid with a boomerang. Because it's like, it's. I mean, you could like well actually it all day, right? But at the at the end of the conclusion what it has to come down to is like this is a fictional thing and they're like they, they're like this is cool we're gonna put it in and you can't be like well that wouldn't this is made up you know like they have what they have you know you just kind of have to go with it um let's see and then we've also got like the tech advantage that the fire nation has mm-hmm. right i think this is we kind of we kind of guess that when we see the ship up on the ice yeah for sure uh, in the end of the first episode but here we're really starting to see like how far ahead the mm-hmm. fire nation is um and that's kind of the premise of the whole like why they're at war is that the fire nation has just like has better stuff than everybody else but it's also it's like crazy a, a little bit to think about yeah because it's like if someone just rolled up and you had wooden canoes and spears and a boomerang um, and they pulled up with just like a giant ship that okay. opens from the front <laughs> like an icebreaker you're like what yeah just like comes through what like 50 100 feet through the ice and folds down you're like i didn't know that was possible <laughs> that's crazy i think it's also funny how like hang just he's like all right i'm not gonna fight these guys like i don't want to get have anybody get hurt <laughs> and then he's like take care of appa for me and then gets on the boat and everybody's like okay this is cool <laughs> what does appa eat <laughs> That he that you can readily find in the South Pole. Like he didn't. I mean, okay, he was. Appa's care was not like his primary concern, but I guess it really it comes back to our previous point from the end of the last episode, where it's like this whole series is just like, poor Appa. <laughs> That's tough to have Aang be like, take care of him, feed him some, I don't know, fucking seaweed or whatever. Like I don't know what he eats. <laughs> he's just gone. He's just like I have to be on this metal boat now. And these people, they're too strong. They're gonna burn everything down. Who's running the show at the South Pole? That's, that's my question. That's like one central question. Who is doing central it? Central question. I mean, we have some notion that they like don't all die afterwards, right? Like they're fine. Yeah. They're doing. They're hunting and fishing and stuff. But like, they're effectively defenseless, and we never they have hear... zero benders. They we never hear back from them again. They have no no benders, no warriors. They're just like... well, the warriors are all gone. Yeah, right? it's just like a bunch of one to two year olds and like grand grand and grand grand's friends. And they're like... Well, then they're, of course, the people who are the age that their mother would... Or that Sokka and Katara's mother yeah. would have been. But still, that's not a not a lot of defense there. No, it's... I mean, 
who I mean, who knows? Maybe like after everybody's gone, they're like, wow, we really need to step it up. We need mm-hmm. to have some like Amazonian style, you know, like women mm-hmm. need to take over and be awesome. Um, I'd like to imagine that's what happened in the South yeah. Pole. And I'm pretty they, sure Grand Grand has just always been in charge. Yeah, I think Grand like, Grand's probably the chief. Yeah. He's probably the, the, the boss. Because, like, why would you let... Why would you let Sok and Katara run things? Well, they're, we, like, 12. We learn later that their dad is the chief of the South Pole, right? Yeah. Is that, is that right? Is that verified? I think that's verified. Pretty sure Hakoda is, like, the South Pole chief or whatever. But he's gone, right? He's like, gone. he's doing stuff. He's not there. I mean, he's still, like, tech... It's, like, he's probably still, like, the big air quotes, like, chief... Mm-hmm. But I think Grand Grand really takes Grand the Grand Grand's running the show. Grand Grand is running the show. Um, so I guess that's why they can banish themselves. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I just implementing laws willy-nilly. No, there's no due process in the South Pole. That doesn't exist. Sokka's like, I am 14 and you're banished. Get out. Never talk to me or my tribe again. And Aang's like, all right, no problem. See you later. I guess I'll go find some airbenders. Watch out. That's a little foreshadowing for the next episode. <laughs> It's not a good time. Um, one thing that we talked about a little bit, and this is maybe more like a technical like animation thing that was mm-hmm. happening, but it's also kind of cool to think about. But like how in the Fire Navy, you've got guys with masks and guys without masks. And mm-hmm. firebenders always have masks, as far as we can see, unless they're mm-hmm. like ranking officers. Yeah. What did, what did you make of that, Sky? Well, that probably adds some sort of like animity to the people who are the firebenders and also it's just spooky it's spooky. like it's spooky it adds it's another one of the fire nation's power moves right they're like we have yeah. ships that open from the front and guys in weird skull masks yeah who shoot fire <laughs> <laughs> and we hear a lot like a lot throughout the series just like all the atrocious stuff that the firebenders do and maybe part of that is, you know, being totally anonymous while you're doing mm-hmm. these atrocious things. Like, they're not going to feel as bad, and people can't blame them in particular. They can yeah. only blame the Fire Nation. Yeah, they're, like, perpetrating war crimes, but they're like, well, at least, you know, they don't know my face. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess one of the last big things that we want to talk about is, like, the Avatar state. Yeah, like, he goes into just, like, baby Avatar states, like, throughout the episode, right? Mm-hmm. But, I guess... We don't see, like, the big Avatar state until later on. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of interesting to see, like, the default element that he goes with. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he's, so he's not running the show when he when he goes Avatar state. Like it's Oh, not at all. Not at all. Like, he's not in control. So it's kind of interesting to think, like, is it just, like, a coalition of, of past Avatars? Just, like, in his head, like, all right, we're doing this. <laughs> Wee! Like, what? <laughs> who gets the reins when he hits the Avatar state before he's mastered it? Or is it just, like, instinct? I don't know. I like to think that it's like at previous avatars, like, all right, get out of get out of my way, I'm <laughs> I'm running it. Like, <laughs> my turn. <laughs> avatar Kurik, the previous waterbending avatar, is just like, all right, let's get him. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, and how his default, um, his default bending goes to the place he's in. So yeah, when exactly. he's in the water tribe, he does water bending. When he's in the air temple, he does air bending. Yeah, things like exactly. That. It's kind of interesting to see just like what's going on and i mean i guess it really all comes back to like that this was just like such a bold opening mm-hmm. episode you know to, to to be like all right this is we're doing a two-parter second part is going to have like avatar state leaving the water tribe like a actually coming out and saying like Aang is the avatar um you know just all sorts of crazy stuff mm-hmm. it's just, it's yeah it's just wild it's wild. What, what did you think about it after everything was said and done like what what did you come away from the episode thinking i think it was a good starter 
but also yeah. it left a lot of things like what's gonna happen next yeah like definitely. you know where are they going why are they going yeah they can banish themselves <laughs> yeah it's pretty wild that they're just like all right we're gonna i mean i just, guess i i'm head out <laughs> i'm, I'm head, no no yeah <laughs> grand grand's like pack a sleeping bag <laughs> you're gonna need this and again we see like i mean they're just woefully unprepared for the mm-hmm. world and yet somehow they're fine right yeah. like they make they make their way through the world um, we see Abba fly for the first time. That's pretty, yes, that's pretty cool. But we no longer see Yip Yap. Only Yip Yip. I th- so, okay. For clarification, when we watch, we watch with the closed, cla- closed captions on. Um, just because it's, like, helpful to, mm-hmm. to be able to, like, if I'm, like, taking notes and, and looking down, like, I can just sort of listen and read in both places. It helps me catch up. Um, but in the first episode... And it the closed captions say, "Ang uh, when when he wants Albert to fly, he goes yip yap instead of yip yip." I think it was a closed captioning error. Sky thinks that they actually said yip yap. There's too much Avatar in front of us for us to go back and nitpick everything, so we're just gonna keep moving forward. <laughs> yeah, they never say yip yap again, though, at least to my knowledge. Yeah, I I mean no, like the the phrase is yip yip, right? Yeah. Like we know that the phrase is yip yip. So, um. That's kind of that's kind of an interesting thing. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of things in the first episode or two where they're just like we're, you know, it's a it's a pilot, right? Like they, they're just trying things out. You don't know. Yeah, they're just trying things out. Like you never know where the whole show is gonna go. And I think they do a really good job of like, not necessarily like retconning things in later, but like mm-hmm. leaving space in the story to mm-hmm. actually develop it later as things go on. Um, One thing I really like about Avatar is that in a lot of cartoons especially in like nickelodeon ones from this era you see the voice actors voices change for the character a lot over time yeah where in avatar they start and they stay like that so it's not like the character the voice actors were like well prepared right yeah, like they, they knew they, they were knew ready. exactly what they were doing they weren't just like trying out the voice yeah yeah i mean we, we have like one notable exception to that which is iroh right well yeah because the voice actor first name mako right mako i think i'm not sure name um dies at the end of season two which is that's a different whole different thing yeah just big i mean if you know the tales from bossing say episode like you know what we're talking about um but belated yeah big belated rest in peace to mako i mean they do a really good job of continuing iroh's character with a different voice actor Mm -hmm. um but i think one of the most like leaving that aside rest in peace mako um there's a Appa has his own voice actor. Yeah. <laughs> There's just one guy whose whole job it is on Avatar to just go in and be like, rrr, rrr, rrr. and they were like, "All right, here you go. Here's a paycheck." <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just awesome. That's just so cool to me that there was that somebody they were like did a casting call and they're like, "All right, we need somebody to be the the animal." <laughs> Someone to just growl. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to IMDb this guy and be like, what other growling roles does he have? I mean, you know, he's not. We you know. I mean, he's not Groot, right? We know Ben Diesel, right? Did Groot, but uh, you know, I'm sure there's some other good good roles that people have done where they're just growling yeah. a lot. I think the other fun thing is that, like, I mean, we talked about in the first episode, like production value changing a lot over the mm-hmm. course of the seasons, and um, just like if you listen to like Zuko's intro theme when he's coming down the thing mm-hmm. it's some weird like 80s synthy yeah. like, pop noise stuff like it's it's where it's like and you're like it really doesn't everything else about it is so like smooth and nice and cool and then he's just 
But that's very intentional, I think, right? Because yeah. if it's going back to things that, like, John Williams does in Star Wars, where they're having different calls for each yeah. character. So it goes back, and you, you get this funky unrest for him, because you can feel his funky unrest. Yeah. He's an edgy teen! Yeah. Like... Yeah, that's true. That is, that's definitely true. Um, let's see. So after this, I guess what we see in the next couple of episodes is that they're like standalone kind of kind of deals um so it's really i mean it's just really interesting that they chose for this one to be a two-parter to start Mm -hmm. things off with and i guess that's kind of normal for pilots of shows to be like we're gonna do an extra long version Mm -hmm. of this i mean it's not like the last so the last what like in season three the last big episode was supposed to be like an hour-long special Mm -hmm. or something like that and so it's four episodes when you actually break it up which makes sense there's a lot to wrap up there's a lot to wrap up um yeah i I don't know i I don't know how i feel about having it be two episodes instead of just the one episode like i could have sustained i could i think it would have been more interesting well maybe not more interesting but like an interesting take to just like go straight in Mm -hmm. like what would happen if you condensed the first two episodes into one episode like what would get cut that's hard. I think basically all of the, like, cool putting on gear scenes yeah. and, like, the whole buildup of intimidation would just be cut. Yeah. And they'd just go straight to, and probably a lot of, like, the, like, little Aang things in the in the um, Water Tribe. Just, like, yeah. him flying around on his glider yeah. and, like, being yeah, no with the more, little kids and things. Yeah, no more penguins. No more, like, oh, no, my tower. That kind of <laughs> stuff. Like, yeah. It, that would get that would all get cut. Yeah, it definitely cut the writing the penguins, which is sad. That's the best part. <laughs> and it's kind of interesting from like from a production standpoint to have them be like, no, we're gonna like put in the not the it's not fluff because it adds no, to it like adds. the mise en scene, but at the same time, it's like you really don't. This doesn't need to be two episodes, mm-hmm. but they go for it anyway. So now we want to do a little section uh, where we talk. At this point, our only our listener base is a uh, pretty pretty small. Uh, pretty pretty local <laughs> very limited very yes. limited uh and one of our listeners wrote in and uh, mentioned to us that they re- they wanted us to call out one of the jokes highlight one of the jokes that got made it's a meme now actually it's a pretty big <laughs> meme there's a lot of really good avatar memes out there uh but <laughs> the in the in the where ang and and zuko are meeting for the first time and Zuko's really surprised that Aang is, like, a kid. Yeah, he, he expects goes, him to be this old guy. Yeah, he yeah. Expects, him to be, expects him to be old, like Grand Grand, like yeah. 112 years old. And he goes, you're the Avatar, you're just a kid. He goes, <laughs> well, you're just a teenager. That's kind of a fun point, right? Like, Zuko has a lot of character character development and a lot of, like, anger for a teenager. Mm-hmm. I guess it makes sense. I was an angry teenager. I think almost, <laughs> angry teen. Almost all of us are, like, angry teens. Yeah, it um, happens. <laughs> yeah, it happens. That's just the nature of things. And then another one of our listeners, what what did they say? What did our other listeners say? Um, oh, that there are celebrity voice oh, yeah, actors that right, purposefully right. do just, like, the grunting. And the most common one is on the wild thornberries of the yakadoo-do-do-do thing. Yeah. The younger, the feral younger brother on wild thornberries was voiced by Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So, like... There is a chance that, I mean, we'll, again, we'll have to look into Appa a little bit more mm-hmm. in terms of this and see if it actually is uh, is true. Like, he's actually a celebrity voice guest or whatever. But that was, like, a thing Nickelodeon did at the time. Yeah, so it's possible that Appa could be this, like, big, big name behind the growl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll bring it to you uh, for the next episode. But uh, for uh, for now, this has been Season 1, Episode 2.
The Avatar Returns, a recap with Sky and Kel on Dang. Dang! Thanks for listening.